Hey, yeah, South Africa. Welcome to a special edition Farmers Inside Track pop-up podcast. I'm your host, Dawn Numdu, and I'm excited to be chatting to Dr. Tembi Klava, Chief Executive Officer for the Deciduous Fruit Development Chamber and well-known South African artist, Joe Nina, in this episode. Now, they join me as a build-up to the much-anticipated Deciduous Fruit Industry Transformation Awards to be held on Thursday, the 31st of March at the Protea Hotel in Stellenbosch in Cape Town in the Western Cape. Welcome, Dr. Klava and Jonina to Farmers Inside Track. Thank you for having us, Don. Thank you so much for being here. Now, of course, this is a very special edition here on Farmers Inside Track. Dr. Tim Biklava, quite an extensive career in agri, just as we start and kick off this conversation. My name is Tim Biklava, currently the Chief Executive Officer for Decisions Fruit Development Chamber. Indeed, it's now almost 25 years in the agricultural industry. I usually say my career is balanced between government and the private sector, but in both government and private sector, my focus has always been on agricultural development in terms of agribusiness development with specialization on development finance and investment promotion. That's just in a nutshell. Thank you so much for being here again, uh, Dr. Klaba. And of course, my other guest is Joe Nina who we are really looking forward to hear more from later in this podcast. You've, of course, had a career as a South African artist. Just a bit about yourself for people who might not know you on this podcast. My real name is Makosi Nikaba from Guatemala in the East Rand of Johannesburg, Gauteng. I started my career 33 years ago. I remember my first LP when I recorded it. I was 14 years old. I started as a piano player and a drummer. My career took off in 1991-92 with the hit song Ding Dong, Omaria Potestaman. And from there onwards, things just went haywire beautifully. So I got to produce the latest superstar, Brenda Fassi. Got to work with Mamsbongi Lokumalo, Prahuma Sikela, Sepotsula. I became a business partner at Killer Joe Records with uh, the late, the maestro Reichi Kapapiri from Stimela. I worked with the great legendary Dr. Steve Kekana. I think the list is just too endless, but here I am. I'm still humbled and I'm loving what I'm doing. And to be part of agriculture, you know, since I'm a proud African, I love everything that has to do with those plants out there, those trees, the grass, the fruits, you name it. When I heard that Dr. Kaba, my sister, that is in the deciduous <laughs> industry in terms of farming, I was the happiest soul. And to be part yeah. of the awards as it is coming through this coming Thursday, I'm the happiest man. Thank you. No, definitely. I can hear that you are very excited to be part of this event, but also just to celebrate the people who will be receiving the awards this week. And yes. it's really exciting. Now, Dr. Klava, in the excitement is obviously building over the Deciduous Fruit Industry Awards set to take place in Cape Town tomorrow. And in a nutshell, what is the main objective of this initiative? As the name puts it, it's Transformation Awards. And transformation, I know usually the term is used loosely, but we always argue that it should entail an inclusive economy. So when the economy grows, so should the participation of Black producers or Black industry role players. What we're trying to achieve with these awards is to recognize producers and industry role players that have played a meaningful role within the transformation space. 
And this is also entailed in the category or nominations category section. For example, we want to appreciate industry champions, you know, those people who have been around the industry and assisted other Black producers to participate in the sector. We also recognize leadership in different production areas, uh, that is your Western Cape, your Langtruf, Pumalanga, Popo. We also want to recognize women and youth as well. So there's quite a few categories and we do appreciate the fact that transformation is a journey. However, this journey is also in terms of, you know, realizing its imperatives. There are individuals who are catalysts towards achieving those goals. And just on that point, Dr. Taba, in terms of some of the hindrances or biggest issues that kind of goes against this transformation in the deciduous fruit industry, what can really be done about it to aggressively transform and do so much more than what's currently going on in the sector? Like any other agric commodity organization or industry, access to finance remains one of the biggest barriers to penetrate the industry. And I usually make this example in the fruit industry. It's a high capital investment industry. In development finance, uh, we always argue for patient capital. So one of the solutions that we always advance is to have a tailor-made funding solution. The argument here, Dawn, is when you're funding a fruit producer, if they plant a tree today, they will derive income only in year four or in year five or times year three, depending on the cultivar. So patient capital is, is required as means of part of the funding solution. But over and above that, we have seen how blended finance or funding models where it's a component of a grant and a loan also enables black producers to increase their number of trees or hectares that they own. In a nutshell, one would advance for your blended finance and again, patient capital as well. I think a big part of this industry and transformation is specifically around financing and development financing. So I think that's very important and I can just echo that sentiment again. Now, just in terms of the transformation that we've achieved since democracy in 1994, what, in your opinion, has been done since then? A lot of work has been done and I would sound as if I'm contradicting myself, but a lot of work still needs to be done. When we're talking transformation, we need to appreciate, firstly, you need to level the playing field. And that on its own takes years. Once you've leveled the playing field, then you need to start aggregating or capitalizing on the assets or the investment that you've made at the period when you're leveling the playing field. So at this stage, we can say uh, post-democracy, government has done a lot in terms of accelerating transformation initiatives and programs. Within the DFDC itself, we do have a program called the DFDC program, which was funded by the Jobs Fund. And the impact really around the was over and above producers increasing the number of hectares. We also needed to create jobs, which is responding to one of the challenges that we have in the country. So there has been progress made. And currently we're implementing the Land Development Support Program with the MOU we have with the Department of Agriculture. But what I can say is there's a lot of work that has been done, as I said earlier, on transformation is a journey. And there's still a lot of work to be done as well. 
particularly in the value chain. So you're looking here at the economy that is almost like 14 billion in terms of annual turnover per annum. But black producers or value chain players, they command only less than 10% of that economy. So it does signify the level or the magnitude of work that still needs to be done so that we integrate black producers and role players into the whole value chain system so that there is a level within that 14 billion economy, there's a level of ownership by black producers. No, definitely. I think you've made it very clear in terms of where we're at and where we need to be going in terms of development and transformation within the sector. Now, more closer to the events happening tomorrow, obviously you mentioned a few of the categories in your introductions in terms of what can be expected, but can you give us, you know, a little bit of a sneak preview in terms of what can be expected for tomorrow night, especially around the different categories for the industry players? The event is on Thursday, the 31st. At this stage, one cannot even disclose the name of runner-ups, otherwise it takes out all the excitement. What we can expect really is it's an event where your black producers, your industry players will be appreciated in the event. It's also expected that participants, our producers, industry players will also get to network as well at the same time. If you would have seen the program, we have the Minister of Agriculture, Minister Togo Titiza, delivering the keynote address. As the industry, we are looking forward to derive value. And of course, the main act of the evening, my brother here, Jonina, I can share with you now that our event is oversubscribed. I know as the industry, our events are quite popular. But I think Jonina has also added that level of pressure in terms of the people looking forward to the event. No, definitely. And I'd maybe love to bring him into the conversation just to tell us a little bit about his highlights for the upcoming event and especially what people can look forward to in terms of his performance. Joe? All I can say is that it's going to be blazing hot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's like taking a little kid out of his room and give him into a room full of toys. If you recall very well, we are all recovering from the past two years of COVID-19 where events were very scarce and things have been quiet. For the past few days at the rehearsal, everyone within the band, the whole team has been giving their best. They are hungry for that stage. They can't wait to be in Stellenbosch. They can't wait to be in Cape Town. They can't wait to be part of agriculture. The idea for the evening The way we have planned it is that we're going to take them through the memory lane. We're going to remind them where we're coming from with the music, where I started. It's just going to be blazing, blazing hot. Let me not say too much. (laughs) The way you are describing it, I literally got goosebumps just thinking about, you know, that music journey where you can relate. Mm -hmm. Because everything regarding music, it brings back memories. I think you're such a key part of the celebration and the recognition of these farmers and everyone throughout the value chain. I must say, thank you so much. I'm looking forward to seeing all the glitz and the glamour. And I know Dr. Clava is getting ready. So I'm sure she will be <laughs> sparkling. Dr. Clava, any message that you have to our farmers listening, to everyone listening to this podcast, the recognition of the farmers and agriculturalists and everyone in this deciduous fruit industry, also broader just in terms of agriculture? For me to indicate once again, we do value and appreciate our producers. We would not have this event if it wasn't for their hard work that they are currently doing. So this event, as much as we might call it glitz and glamour, it's at the end of the day, 
really about honoring them, honoring the work that they do. For those that would not be recognized probably on Thursday, they must know that throughout the journey, there comes a point where we will also recognize them. We continue to put our efforts in ensuring that everyone over time gets the recognition that they deserve. So that is what I would like to say. But most importantly to our sponsors, I think we've received tremendous support from our sponsors at this stage, and we really appreciate their level of generosity in backing us up at the period when we said we're going to hold this event, and they said we'll rally with you, we'll support you financially, we'll support you in every aspect that you may require from us. Thanks again for joining us. Dr. Tembi Klava, Chief Executive Officer for the Deciduous Fruit Development Chamber, as well as well-known South African artist, Joe Nina. Now that brings us to the end of this special podcast on Farmers Inside Track. Remember, if you loved it, rate it and share it with your friends, family members, and fellow farmers. From me, Dawn Numdi, your host, our producer, Megan van der Fendt, and the rest of the Food Form Zanzi team, have a great day, Father. Life in South Africa can be a lot. I mean, scroll through Twitter for a minute and tell me I'm wrong. Thank God for South Africans though, right? We're inspiring, and even on the bad days, we fight back with a smile. That's why I love Food for Mzanzi so much. They're not ashamed to celebrate the ordinary unsung heroes who work every day to put food on our nation's tables. Go to foodformzanzi.co.za and never miss an inspiring story.